be careful of what you see and be careful of attributing too much value to that. Look for people who actually serve your needs, who actually help you grow, who actually give you something to improve your life or your business. Don't follow people whose sole selling point is, I'm wealthy, I'm wealthy buy my crap. guys are coming to you from the city of roses this is the broadcast by lash professionals and for lash professionals thank you so much for tuning in hey guys paul tuss here in Lashcast studios hanging out with you today thanks for checking out and coming on to the podcast yes we got some good stuff to talk about today really good stuff yeah we're really going after something that i see a lot online that i just it makes me sad I guess, right? And I see people preaching certain things. And so- Well, I, here's the thing. I think that all of you know what we're talking about. Not yet, because I don't know what we're talking about yet. What? Well, it's like when you see, it's what we call, like to call the humble brag. Oh yeah, the humble brag. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Look at me. I'm humble, but man, look at my car. Look at my new TV. Look, look at, at my, my shoes. Wealth. Look yeah. at how I'm dripping in pearls. Well, not yeah. literally, but. Well, anyway, yeah, we're going to talk about that. But before we get into all that, we do need to go and do announcements because that's what pays our bills. Mm, <laughs> so okay. Let me it? do a few announcements. Um, right now, guys, if you haven't bought your ticket to Vegas, I believe probably as this is airing in a couple of weeks from when we record it, probably we still have tickets. I'm guessing because we have quite a bit. And well, what could be better than a party in a penthouse at? Uh, I haven't told them what it's about yet. Oh. Yeah. I just said so a I party. Jumping the You're gun? jumping the gun. Yeah. Well, okay. What could so be what better? Gonna, what's going to be better than a party in the penthouse in yes, Vegas? Yes, a penthouse that's designed by a very fashionable person. Yeah. Who is it? Lenny Kravitz. Lenny Kravitz. No one knows who he is no. anymore. No, Are you going to go not. my way? Yeah. Right? Yeah. If anyone in the Gen Xers are all like, yeah, man, Lenny Kravitz, But I know dude. they know who Zoe Kravitz is. Yes. There you know. Now now we're talking to the Zoe, generation. Zoe Kravitz's dad. Really cool artist. Yeah, anyway. great musician and designed this flat or this penthouse that we're going to be at at the Sarah Hotel on June 25th during the IBS show. That is not the Irritable Bowel show. That is the International Beauty Show in Las Vegas, June 25th through the 27th. We'll be there on the kickoff night on Saturday night. And you need to buy a ticket, though, if you want to come. You can't just show up and walk in. So Yeah, we're going to have drinks. We're going to have lots of great photo ops. And you're going to be shoulder to shoulder Influencers, with- it's going to be brands. There's swag bag for the first hundred people. It's going to be great. So you need to buy your ticket. Links in the show notes or go to our Instagram at Lashcast and go click on the link there and buy your ticket today before they're all gone. Also, we have Lashcon coming up in November. It's actually coming really fast for me, at least. It's only about five months away and we have basically at this point still tickets as last I checked. And if you're thinking about buying, I think the price increase has already happened at this point. So you have a little bit more time till the next price increase, but you want to buy it now because guess what? If you want to use a payment plan, you can spread out your payments over four months, basically. But that way you get locked in so that you are not locked out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they get locked in, just not locked out. Very nice. That should be our little tagline. So anyhow, if you have not heard about LashCon, and I'm sure if you listen to this podcast, you have heard about me talk about a million times. We have a couple episodes in the past that we talk about. Just go listen to those. It is going to be amazing. We have probably at this point over 900 people coming. I know 
we will tap out a little over a thousand people. It'll be the largest gathering of last artists, amazing speakers, amazing swag bags worth well over 500 bucks, maybe six, $700 for each swag bag. It's gonna amazing be awesome. community and amazing gathering. What's really great for you guys is the chance to connect with like-minded people. People, if you're listening to this podcast, we know you're motivated, you're driven and you want to do stuff. You're with a cut your of business. love. Yeah, Let's just face it. We have the best listeners on the planet. The Absolutely. Smartest, the, the smartest. The most inquisitive. Yes. And we know that this gathering will be so many like-minded people that you'll walk away with more inspired than you've ever been and you will get stuff done because you will meet people who will push you and you'll want to come back next year and talk about all the great stuff you've done and it's just an amazing time i know for us going to conferences it was the number one thing aside from learning some good knowledge was that we just walked away jazz and ready to take on the world and so many partnerships so many people have connected with new people they never knew beforehand and now they're doing projects like other podcasts they're doing trainings product lines whatever it is because they met people at LashCon and it really got them going it's like when you're looking really good and you walk by the window or the mirror and you see yourself and you're like, oh my gosh, I look really great today. I mean, that's what it's like at LashCon because yeah. you get this mirror and it's held up to you and you get to see a reflection about what other people are doing in the industry. And it's like, I'm doing okay. You know, yeah, sure. There's ways that I can grow, but it's like, it's inspiring and you like your own reflection. You feel good about yourself. There's tons of opportunities to make you feel pretty, <laughs> lots of photo opportunities. And it's just like one of those things that make you glow on the inside. It really is. All right. So if you don't believe us, just talk to them and go online and just say, hey, anyone been to LashCon? I promise you we've had, they had like 500 last year, 400 the year before, and almost 300 the first year. So there's probably been over a thousand people have come to this thing. And there's so many people who've been impacted and their lives have been improved by it. And I promise you'll get a lot. So anyhow, let's get into the show. Let's talk about what we have to talk about because we have quite a bit in the sense of, uh, I think not too much. Hopefully it won't be too long, but we have this thing or this idea that's been bugging me a lot. And it's really a marketing ploy. What happens is people are trying to sell stuff. And instead of, I'd say, really giving value, their, their marketing sales pitch is this. I'm really rich, so you should buy from me. That's it. That's the pitch. If you boil it down, if you will go through their Instagram and you see stuff that they're doing, they're basically saying, I'm really rich. And I'm successful, so you should buy from me. And if you're an Instagram influencer and you're a trainer or you have a product line and you're listening right now, I, hopefully you hear this because I know that we tend to copy each other. We think that's what I need to do to sell. And I really don't think this is the way to sell. I don't think this is the way you really impress people with your panache or whatever, the je ne sais quoi. Like, what's so unique about you? Well, I'm rich and you should you follow me. You really should be buying from people who actually give you real value who give you something that improves your business, that improves your life, that inspires you, that educates you, that makes you laugh. Those type of things are worth following because they actually have real value to add to your life. Buying from someone just because they say they have stuff is a, I, it's, I feel like it's almost like smoking mirrors. And why do I say smoking mirrors? Because we don't know how true that story really is. Mm -hmm. Are you talking about like when somebody posts a video of themselves talking about their new home or, or their car or, or their new car or about how they bought this new purse or the, what so they excited. were on vacation? It might not be super overt, like look how rich I am, but showing things, pictures of wealth, saying stuff like financial freedom is being able to do things that I've always wanted to for my family. Those are good things. Yeah, those, absolutely. Those are good aspirations too. But if you ever walk away feeling a little bit sick in your gut, it's having the wrong effect on you. If you're feeling bad about yourself because you're looking at somebody else's prosperity, mm -hmm. there's a disconnect here. 
I don't think that that's what they intended, but in some ways it kind of is because they want you to feel uncomfortable so much so that you pick up the phone or you DM them and say, yes, I'm ready to buy your program. And then there are people who do deliver the goods. A lot of these people are just shadows of what's going on in the real world, like the Gary V's. Like Gary V actually doesn't really brag a whole lot about his life, but yet you know he's crazy successful. And no, only, he doesn't brag. He's pretty, pretty down to earth, tries to be the man of the streets. He knows that him bragging about all the stuff he has would turn off his audience. But on the other side, you have the Grant Cordones of the world. Now, you don't know Grant Cordone, but I know Grant Cordone. That actually was re- about two-thirds through one of his books. I don't like the guy at all. Sorry, oh, Grant, if you're listening. I don't like the guy at all, but the book I'm buying or reading is actually quite exceptional. And it's weird because the book actually preaches things that he doesn't live on Instagram. You know, he talks about humility. He talks about serving people. The book really hits off a lot of the things that I believe are real values for me. And then about integrity and sales, not selling people what they don't deserve or what they don't need. Yet, I watch him on Instagram and Facebook, and I swear that guy will sell you anything. And it doesn't matter if you need it or not, and he will just take you to the bank if he can. So it's, <laughs> it's like, he doesn't live out what he preaches. Or maybe he forgot. Maybe it's been so long since he wrote the book that he's like, I don't remember that life. But he says, I'm rich, and because I'm rich, you should buy from me. That's really his story. He always is on a jetliner walking in front of a giant mansion, and he's wondering, I wonder how I got this rich house. Well, you know, let me tell you how. And there's a lot of people like him, and I see this us copying that on Instagram, and I don't like that because I feel like half these people, you don't know if they're for real, if they legitimately got where they got, because we can't peek behind the curtain because there is no, they're good at hiding all that stuff. Think about it. Bertie Madoff. Anna Sorkin, yeah, Anna Delvey, yeah. right? Yeah, Anna Delvey, um, a great story. The Tinder swindler, these scam artists, they have an illusion of wealth and people get sucked into that. And you feel bad about yourself or worse, you go buy their stuff and you help them continue to get more wealthy because you're buying into their scheme, whatever it is, their quick rich scheme. Like, well, if I just buy their program, just buy their software, just buy their training, somehow that overnight's going to change me into a millionaire. And it just, that doesn't happen. Yes, there are good things. And this is where wisdom and discernment comes. It's going to be hard to know where the charlatans and where the real people, the best way to do is ask for referrals, go to someone who's taking the training, talk to that person, ask other people around before you spend two, three, four, five, ten thousand $10,000, whatever it is that that person's selling and ask for social proof from people who've actually done it. And not just people that they tell you, talk, ask other people, ask by the way, we know about a lot of people and I'm never going to publicly badmouth anyone. But if someone would ask me an opinion on certain things, I would give my opinion to you privately. So we just want to help make sure that you're buying and spending your money in good ways and not just falling for the people who just show their cars and their homes and all that stuff. Because the truth is, I don't know how some of them got to where they got. I mean, it's sometimes the numbers don't add up and sometimes what they're selling doesn't really make a lot of sense to me. It's like, oh wait, how, how did that happen? And here's the thing. A lot of things, like, for instance, Instagram followers, don't even buy into that. I saw one account recently had 5,000 followers and then instantly overnight went up to 25,000 instant followers overnight. And this is a person that became, is an influencer. They were a small one, and now they're trying to be a bigger one, right? So that didn't, they didn't get 20,000 followers just because all of a sudden they got popular. That doesn't happen on Instagram, really. It doesn't, it doesn't matter how many reels you do. That takes time. They bought them. And if you go back, I went back through it, and I saw pretty quickly, oh, all these weird, crazy names I do not recognize, and they're all dudes. <laughs> so, okay, this person went from being, you know, a fake. And by the way, most people that you see with probably over 100,000 guaranteed with over 100,000 bought 
probably half their followers because we don't do anything really that interesting in our last industry to get two, three, four, five hundred thousand followers. No offense to all my friends out there who have a lot of followers. It doesn't make sense because if you're posting lashes or you're posting you walking around, eating food or going on vacation, that doesn't drive people to you to follow you. So just don't buy into those people. Maybe they're doing great work. Maybe they're making a big impact. Maybe they're doing good stuff. That's fine. But don't get lost or confused because they have a hundred plus thousand followers. That means nothing. Watch a movie, Fake Famous on HBO, I promise you, when you watch that, you'll realize how- well, what's it about? The movie shows three people, a guy who's a big, uh, he knows the world of social media, and he basically takes three people and says, I'm going to make you famous. And these are people who have no followers, nothing on Instagram. And one's like a musician, one's a, just a, wants to be an influencer, one's an actor, I forget. And basically, one of them blows up, gets over 100,000 followers, all of a sudden, and it's all bought. He bought all the followers, bought all the likes, all that's through um, buying. And the other two have- one has a con- it gets conscious about it. like oh, I want to be a real musician. I don't want to just be fake. And so he drops out. And I forget the third guy has an issue. But the gal, she totally buys in on it. And even then, it's not you can tell it's empty because it's not really earned. It's all just given handed to her. And truth is, I even known other lash brands who used to teach this. I don't know if they still do. That buy your followers. Go ahead, buy your followers. And it does it, benefit you. It does. Instagram does reward that. It does reward. There's a big lie on Instagram. They they do not reward you. They do reward you. And by the way, I know that engagement may go down, but that doesn't matter. Okay. Yeah. Let's get this straight, though. Are you encouraging people to go no, live No, no. I never will ever okay, do it. so no. what are you saying then? I'm just saying that don't buy into the facade, that, that all this stuff is just a facade. It's not real. It's it's Most of it's fake. And it doesn't mean they may not be doing good work. I'm just saying don't be envious of that That's because right. it's not real. I'm going to tell you a story. So there is a social uh, influencer, social media influencer that I know of. Yeah. And on the website or the Instagram, you can see just all the trappings of wealth. And it's been this way for years. And I heard the story that this person had said in a podcast that at one time they were so destitute that everything was smoke and mirrors. They had to take out loans, but on social media, they were buying very expensive goodies. Yeah. And, good on the gram. But if anybody knew that um, things were really as bad as they were, they wouldn't follow this person. Yeah. And I thought to myself, when I heard this story, I actually felt a little punched in the gut because I'm like, I followed this person and I thought that everything that I was seeing was real. And it's like, even the times of wealth, it was like, that wasn't real. The point I'm trying to make is I'm not trying to villainize anybody. I'm just saying just what Paul's saying is be careful of what you see and be careful of attributing too much value to that. Look for people who actually serve your needs, who actually help you grow, who actually give you something to improve your life or your business. Don't follow people whose sole selling point is I'm wealthy, wealthy, buy my crap. I mean, that to me is so shallow and there's a lot of that going on on the ground. Or follow me because I'm beautiful. Yeah, who cares? That has nothing I to mean, do with it. I mean, that feeds our needs, right? I mean, that's kind of like porn for a woman, I think, you know, is being able to draw viewers to you and be alluring. I mean, that taps into a deep, deep need. But I guess what I'm just trying to say is that don't let that get out of control. Yeah, I mean, we our job is not to try to figure out where how people get their money. Who cares? They can get their money any way they want. And if they want to dupe people into giving them stuff, I guess whatever, as long as they're not hurting anyone, it's legal. Shame on you for not being prudent to know what you're buying, that you're not really getting real value, but that's okay. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna wanna demonize, but the truth is 
aside from buying followers, people do a lot of this stuff through debt. Some people just get money, like inherited it, and they just live off that and they act like they've always had it. Or with their partner it. who has a trust or, fund. Or, yeah, or their spouse, their partner, someone they're with happens to be the real money provider and they just are living out on Instagram the way they want to live. I, in fact, you I, know, it's kind of like the girls on Instagram that are like, I've never had any plastic surgery. I don't do fillers. I don't do any yeah. of that stuff. And Meanwhile, it's like, they have duck lips and... <laughs> you're like, yeah, really? Yeah, really? I've never had breast augmentation. Yeah. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. No, but, there's not, they, but it's they're like, lying about it. You can't promote unattainable beauty standards and say, this is just me natural. I just hatched out of the womb this way. Yeah. And that's why I think it is. Some people have those advantages and then they act like, well, I've always been here. And maybe if you follow me, you'll, you'll get there too. And you're falling for the ploy that, oh, I'm rich. Just buy my stuff because I'm rich. And they actually were always rich or got there through debt or other means. And you're like, that's not exciting to me. That's not someone making, you know, from grassroots, just working hard, rising up through the ranks and finally making money and say, hey, I want to teach others how to follow me. I think some people are actually, I think this is happening a lot. I think a lot of people are still haven't figured it out, but they're still willing to teach others and charge you for it. Well, here's one story. There's another influencer that put lots and lots of videos about how they were breaking ground on their home and all the trappings of wealth with a wine cellar and saying my business is so successful. It has brought me this wealth. I mean, not saying that, but visually showing this saying buy my program because look how wealthy I am. But what nobody knew is that the person's partner was the one that was supporting the business was the one that was building the house. It wasn't anything that this person person had had done. done. Yeah. yeah. So, and we knew a person actually, this was before Instagram, but I would call she if, if Instagram was around, this person would have been huge. She lived in the apartment that we lived at, and we were this oh is 20 some years is, ago. Okay, this is before Instagram. Instagram. Oh, this is the 90s. This is the 90s. Okay, <laughs> we first moved to LA. We were managing apartments at the time. We fell into management, actually. The, and we won't go to that story another time. Anyhow, and so we're managing this place, and this gal is like the epitome of a supermodel. Okay, literally, she brought over the guest book. It was like this was before even Anna Nicole Smith. But she was on the cover of this book and she's like, this is me. And I'm like, oh, is it? It Okay. It doesn't quite look like you. All right. She's like, yeah, that's me on the billboard. I'm like, oh. And you're living in this apartment with us in Westwood. But I'm like, oh, okay. I was so naive. I totally was like, yeah. She's like, yeah, I do all this stuff. I fly from here to there, do all this stuff. She had a BMW. So she had a nice car. She dressed nice. She outside, everything was perfect. But first off, because we managed, we got access to her house or her apartment. Because she had a request for maintenance. So I went in and literally nothing in the apartment. She had a bed and a closet with some clothes and a couch and a small table for kitchen. Other than that, it was barren. Oh, she had a lot of images, pictures on the wall of her. That, that's right. I forgot. She had oh, yeah, pictures yeah, yeah, of her yeah. on the wall, which is typical Hollywood. If you live in LA ever, you meet an actor, you're going to meet the And she had like the b- most blinged out, sweetest BMW ever. Oh, it was you nice. Know. But there was nothing in the house. It was empty, void of anything nice. It was very, very plain, very simple. So I'm like, wow, this gal puts all her money in her car, puts everything on her clothes, and everything else is like, she's broke. And then we found out she pretty much was living off her boyfriend. He paid for everything. She didn't have to pay for it. She was, you know, he was her, you know. So we're not saying anything bad about this person. No, I mean, no, like, but it not, was fake, like, though. It was yes. fake. And she was presenting this image. She would tell people she was a supermodel. She wasn't. 
before Instagram existed, she was living the Instagram life, trying to get everyone to think, yeah, how, wow, how amazing she was. she actually used this other model's portfolio because they looked similar. And yeah. she said this was her. And she'd gotten, like, it could open so many doors for her, yeah. you know. And that, all we're saying is that has been perfected by people on Instagram. So we need to stop envying these people and let people earn that respect. Let them over time earn your respect. Make it real value from people. Don't just see someone superficially. You see someone's like awesome blowing up. Hold back. See if they have value. See if they actually help you with their business, help you with your life. And if they do, then go for it. Buy into whatever they're doing. But if you just see a lot of fluff and them talking about, one, just how rich they are and how you need to buy their stuff because that's their marketing plan. Or, I see this too, getting defensive. Saying things like, you know you're a success when you have haters who diss on your work. All of a sudden, they're, they're posts, you see posts about them being defensive about stuff. Why are they being defensive? I can tell you why. Because people in their life who know them are now saying, wait a minute, what's this life you're portraying online? This isn't you. This isn't real reality. This is a fake world that you're pushing out there. And all of a sudden, they're, getting, they're calling them haters. I'd probably call them friends who are just like, hey, remember, this isn't really you. You're not like this. Remember what happened? You know, I outgrew all you people. You see this all the time. I, know, I, know, I outgrew I my friends. I'm now at another level. They've lost the privilege of talking to me, so now they have to talk about me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and they, or they've dismissed and said, well, they, that's because you're just poor. You hate this life or what we do because you're poor. I you can have tell no you, ability to say anything because you are poor. Yeah, right? first off. I, I, how I'm, awful is that? It's horrible. And by the way, you don't know how much I make. What do you mean I'm poor? What do you mean? I'm like, did you come to my business and do an audit and now you can tell me how much I make? I can assure you we're doing fine, okay? It's not because we're poor. It's because we're, we're to see these behaviors on Instagram that we think are just selfish, self-indulgent, and just really kind of crappy way that makes other people feel bad about their life and isn't really about helping people. It's about raising themselves up and making them into these self-made superstars through Instagram and social media. But really, it's so fleeting. So one little exercise that you can do whenever you are seeing something and you see somebody doing the humble brag and it gives you that little twinge of like, one of the things that I like to do is actually stop for a minute and reflect on my life and give thanks and acknowledge the things that are abundant in my life that I'm happy for. Because telling yourself the truth, telling yourself and being grateful for the things that you have, maybe other people and the world doesn't recognize those things, but if you have a great relationship with your kids, you have a great relationship with your friend, you have a health in your body, you have air to breathe. It's like, these are things that are worth celebrating that nobody can take away from you. Exactly. And if you base it on money, money comes and goes. And if your only thing is focused on money, you're, you're going to be sorely disappointed in life. In fact, one of the things that I think Cheryl, Untamed Podcast, you guys should check it out. Love Cheryl. She talked about that the, um, she saw some studies that I think it was $70,000 is kind of like the, the sweet spot. The sweet spot. If you make for 70 Canada. grand, and I think it's for Canada, it's a little bit more in the United States, maybe it's 80,000. Whatever that spot is, if you make that, you're going to be fine. Your basic needs are going to be met, right? So you don't have to sit there and keep pining. Think, oh, I'll, I'll be happy if I make 100K, if I make 200K, if I make 500K. Yes. You get nicer, bigger toys, but the joy doesn't go up. It does not get awesome. Money does help take care of a lot of things. But there was a documentary several years ago. It's called Happiness. Very interesting. There's actually a whole line of academic study on on what makes human beings happy from all different religions, from all different places in the world. And what these documentarians and these academics are finding is that it's not necessarily money. It's not necessarily health. It's things like community. 
That's another thing, a community of freedom of choice. Maybe you don't have a lot of money, but you have the ability to do something that you like every day. They followed this one surfer who didn't have many possessions, but felt so rich because he was able to do the thing that he loved every day. Another thing is uh, physical activity. It's a good documentary. It's not... It's not bagging on wealth and stuff like that, but it's just saying that if you put money next to the human being, a human being doesn't necessarily thrive. You know, it's the other things that make it happen. I think what happens is we always think we want to simplify life. So in our efforts with our brain to simplify things and do things real basic, like money seems like a simple catch all. Like if I just get rich, then I'll be happy. And while money definitely helps, you have peace of mind about bills, about certain things. You can meet your needs. Meet your needs, right? There, but there's a certain point where there's a diminishing return. It's like, okay, up to this point, money did make a difference. Make $20,000 a year to 80000 Okay, that's a big difference, right? Now you finally can pay your bills. You're not worried about rent and all that, 80000 But you were at twenty. You were stressing out and miserable. But once you get to, up to a certain point, you're like, okay, I got that under control. Really, it's those other things, those intangibles. Like you said, exercise, moving your body doing stuff you enjoy, right? Not just working nine to five in a job you hate just to make money, but doing things that bring you joy. Yeah, one of the things that they talk about is flow. It's like when people are in flow. It's like when you get into that, it's almost like a hypnotic state. It's like after like 45 minutes, you're in the zone. They showed like some traffic cops who are guiding traffic and people were like dancing and people who are like getting into the flow of something. That's when human beings find happiness and fulfillment when you get into the zen-like state. I'll share mine. Mine is working, I mean, LashCon, three or four days, even though I'm exhausted, I'm in pure bliss the whole time. Yeah, things go crazy. There's misery in the midst of it. Sometimes if something goes wrong. But overall is, I am on a high for like four or five days during LashCon because it's my sweet spot. I am so happy because I'm serving a group of people and making their lives better. And nothing feels better than mm-hmm. that. For a lot of you out there as lash artists, your flow is when you, you're working those lashes and you're making someone's changing their life. Like some people walk in, they're mad, they're sad, they're depressed. And then you walk out and energized and accepted and loved and cared for. And you're doing this one lash at a time, laying down one little piece of beauty. Yeah. And, and, and then when the client wakes up, it's the Mona Lisa. Yeah. That's fulfilling. That's fulfilling. That's where joy comes from. Taking care of people and meeting their needs and money is just a nice byproduct if you do a good job that will get better and better for you as you grow so i just want to try to get away from this whole marketing ploy of just following people who preach or walk around in nice cars and dresses and bags and say that that's everything to light yeah that's not no it's not no there's so much more and i'm not saying that because i'm poor i'm actually very rich i'm talking about rich in the things that really matter and i mean somebody might look at me and say dogs yeah we are so rich in dogs oh my gosh we have the (laughs) two best best dogs dogs ever you know i think we're rich in the things that matter yeah somebody might say well i'm not gonna listen to you because you know you don't have a house you don't own a home or you don't have a private jet and you don't do all these things it's like that's okay that's okay we, yeah, we can you, still be friends by the way everyone can listen to who they want i'm not saying don't i'm just saying don't fall for that because i think more people feel bad than good when they follow these seven people because of all the rich shaming whatever you want to call it and i think there's better people to follow better people that will help you get real value and stop following those people that make you feel bad stop following those people who who hound on you and, and make you feel like crap i think one of the people that i really love when Clayball. He doesn't do social media that much, but he does a really good job of saying he can learn from anyone. He's super humble. This guy has money, guys. He, he runs Paul Mitchell. The guy is loaded. He's the done schools. well. The schools. And he really focuses on, he says, he told us when we hung out with him, if you listen to our podcast from like a couple of years ago, about how he always approaches every relationship with the chance. What can I learn from you? 
This guy has been around. He knows his stuff, but he's a learner. He, he's humble. And, and it means me. that recognizing the humanity and everybody that's in front of you and say, there's something that I can learn yeah. here. Maybe you don't have the wealth, but you have a life experience that means something, and I can grow from that. Where it's relationship help, health help, money health, whatever. There's many different things. Business help. You can learn from all sorts of people. So I just want to put it out there. So your homework today, just watch these two movies. Happiness is a great documentary. I don't know where you can get it. Maybe Prime. Fake Famous is on HBO. I know Max, great documentary. Will really help you maybe get over your anxiety about social media and, and this need to be famous and have influence and how it's really not all that it's cut out to be and that a lot of it's not real. And what about Pinocchio? What's about Pinocchio? That there's a warning in Pinocchio. Yeah, what's the warning to us? <laughs> we were talking about this earlier. So He's like, I don't about... see this. Yeah. I... Okay, do you guys know the story of Pinocchio? Of course, everyone knows Okay, Pinocchio. so Pinocchio is like a real boy now, right? And he goes and goes into the alleyway. He's seduced by these guys in top hats and like, hey, kid, we got something for you. We've yes. got like the best life ever. And, and Pinocchio's like, really? And he's like, yeah, this is a place you can eat all the candy you want. And you can gamble and you can fight. And yeah. he's like, yeah, really? And then they go to this world, you know, and then like tons of candy and Tons of fighting and tons of gambling. And then all of a sudden they start sprouting ears like donkey ears. And yeah. then they get herded off into slavery. Donkey to, hell. <laughs> yeah, it's like to pull the carts in the mine, right? Yeah. Because what the author of the story is trying to do is saying that these things, while they're temporarily pleasurable, they make you slaves. Yeah. And it isn't freedom. You think it is at first, but it is a road to hell. Yeah. <laughs> a personal hell. I'm not talking, you know. Yeah. So be aware that sometimes the worldview that you have or thinking like that tons of money is going to save it, it isn't going to satisfy your soul. Yeah, no, exactly. So I guess another thing to take from this is, you know, just really, we mentioned this earlier, just re- recap it again. Before you buy that training, that influencer, that coaching, that whatever program you're looking at, man, talk to people. Talk to people, not people that they send to you because they're going to just get their friends and all that and they're good at selling. Find people who've taken their program, take that training and ask them, hey, did you really learn much? Because I've talked to a lot of lash artists who took trainings from big people and coaching and all that and then they later had regret. So, well, I actually didn't learn anything new. I'm not going to say anything publicly about it because I still care for this person and yeah. I did get something from it, but I wouldn't, have, I wouldn't do it again. I wouldn't pay that much money for yeah. XYZ because it was just too much and it was just basically me being taught the same stuff I already knew. Nice person. They, usually they're almost apologetic. Like, I feel bad because I, I like the person. The person's a big name. They're an influencer. They help people. But... At the same time, it was just, they felt like it was just nothing new. So I think for you guys out there listening, please do your due diligence and don't be envious of these people. Please build your life and find the ways to be content with what you have and find the joy in today, not in the future where you hope you'll have it made. Find the joy in your life today. Look at your life. Look at the landscape of your life. Look at their closet and say, what am I so thankful for that's there right now? Because there's a lot of stuff that you'd be surprised that you probably right now aren't being thankful for that you could be thankful for. I know for us, that is something that we have to remind ourselves it's when a, we get it's frustrated. A, yeah. It is actually a discipline to do, yeah. you know? Be thankful and, and, and look at the good stuff. And anyhow, so hopefully that's helpful. I know we this was a little unguided, so we were a little all over the place, but hopefully you hear our heart. You can hear and, our passion and for our, you. Yeah, we, we're for you guys. I feel like our job with this podcast is to be fighting for just the everyday lash artists. While we want want to do things to help serve you and you guys 
buy tickets from us, by the way, and you go to our LashCon and you buy our webinars and you go to our trainings and all that. One of the things we always say, we want to under-promise, over-deliver is really kind of a little tag in the back of our head. And that's something that also, hopefully you know, you can always reach out to us. We communicate pretty quickly with our DMs, our emails within 24 hours, as fast as we can, because we really care about you and we want to help you. I just want to make sure if you're trying to reach out to me, don't reach out to me yeah. personally. Just reach out on LashCast. LashCast. Okay. Always LashCast. Tusney doesn't check because Instagram. sometimes Instagram's not good for my soul. No, she doesn't find a lot of joy from Instagram. It, it's hard for her. So, in fact, some of this is born out of her, I think, her pain. I know, right? exactly. Uh, I feel it. And I think there's a lot of you out there who also feel the same way. I think Instagram, social media, has ran its course for a lot of people. And we want to free you of those pains and realize you can still be happy and have a great business and not have to be really under the yoke of Instagram. Anyhow. So guys, that's it. That's all we have for you today. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. To, well, hang out with us today. Yeah. I want to ask you to please follow us on Instagram at LashCast and at the Lash Conference. And remember to subscribe, share, and review. Man, I'm just awesome. Just Can't go. Talk. Just, just go. keep going. On behalf of my Lash Marmoset Tusney. A Marmoset? It's like a finger monkey. A finger monkey. Okay. I mean, um, it's, a, it's a monkey that can fit on your finger. It's a, yeah, it does. It's really a real animal. It is real. And it, does it grow on your finger? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anyhow, on behalf of my last marmoset, Tusney, I want to thank you for taking some time to listen. Keep on lashing. And remember, you have a friend in the lash industry. <laughs> <laughs>